Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum is on the air. Never send to know for whom the bell tolls. It tolls for thee. Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum is a call to arms for those American patriots who, in the tradition of our founding fathers, will stand up now to defend the Constitution and the liberties that it guarantees to each citizen, to each of us. That is our mission, to explain in a clear and concise manner the direct effect of each issue on the individual, on you personally not some anonymous being in a distant place, and to define in no uncertain terms the consequences of inaction. Let the battle begin. This is Dr. Dan. My special guest is retired Lieutenant Colonel Wendy Rogers. Wendy Rogers is running for Congress in the 1st District of Arizona. You might ask me, legitimately, why would I have Wendy Rogers, who's running for Congress in Arizona, as a guest on Freedom Forum Radio? The answer is obvious. Wendy Rogers is a Christian, conservative, retired military who believes strongly in Christian principles. She's a woman of principle, and we need representatives in Congress of principle of conservative principle who will help President Trump get his agenda through a very bulky and very split-up Congress. So we need, although we can't vote for her direct, I'm going to ask you to contribute to her, and that is at wendyrogers.org. But I'm asking you to support her and listen to her because she would be a fantastic representative Uh, in Congress to support Christian conservative principles. So, Wendy Rogers, welcome to Freedom Forum Radio. Thank you, Dr. Dan. It's really an honor to talk to you from Arizona today. It's only 111 degrees here, and uh, I'll be out knocking doors later today. Um, Been through North Carolina many, many times, have dear friends who live there uh, throughout the state, both in my small business uh, circles and military uh, past. So a real honor to be on your program. Well, thank you very much, uh, Wendy. It's really an honor to have you on the program. Why don't you start out by telling our listeners what, what was your path to getting to where you are now? Well, you and I have been longtime uh, staunch conservatives, uh, Donald Trump supporters, I actually had the privilege to introduce our president when he was a candidate on his second visit to Arizona back in December 2015. And what an experience that was. Uh, It was actually in a hangar at the Air Force Base, now a commercial airport, on the east side of Phoenix where I went to pilot training. And I was the representative military veteran uh, to introduce Donald Trump to the crowd, and everybody was just on fire. No one really thought he had a chance to win the nomination, let alone the presidency. But uh, there were some other veterans and I who felt that that was going to happen. 
and uh, believed in him uh, because of what a great leader he is and and what an unconventional um, uh, arbitrator he is and how he can get things done. So I introduced him. I am running for Congress in Arizona's first congressional district, as you said, uh, to replace a weak first-term Democrat in a district that President Trump did win. So this is a unique opportunity for us nationally as Republicans to pick up a seat. We have to hold the House of Representatives. We all know that in order to keep uh, the Democrats from impeaching our president. But this is a chance uh, with me winning this seat to actually pick up a seat and add one uh, to the Republican uh, win column. Um, as you mentioned, I was a military officer. I'm, I'm a fifth-generation uh, career military officer. All my forebears were Army officers dating back to the Civil War. Uh, I became an Air Force officer. Initially, I was a, a clinical social worker, of all things, in mental health in the military, in an Air Force mental health clinic. And then I applied to pilot training and was accepted. Um, I'm married to my husband, Hal. He uh, was an electrical engineer in the Air Force. We both served 20-year uh, careers alongside one another. Uh, we have two children. They are adults now. Our son, George, is uh, 31, and he was a Marine officer. So he's the sixth generation in my line to serve. Our daughter, daughter Emily, uh, is a businesswoman here in Arizona. Both uh, graduates, George and Emily, were both graduates of Arizona State. And um, so we have a home near Arizona State and then a home in Flagstaff uh, in our district. So I, you know, to serve my country is, is a solemn uh, privilege. And uh, when you raise your right hand to support and defend the Constitution of the United States, you give your life in every way uh, for that. My father's last words when he was passing away uh, a few years ago, he said, I'm on station, I'm on station. And that's really uh, what a military person says, that he is on duty until his dying breath. And uh, I promised my father that I would honor him and our legacy of service as a family to go to Congress again to serve my country I want to support President Trump to build the wall and end sanctuary cities, cut spending, defund Planned Parenthood, take care of our military veterans, and protect the Second Amendment. Those are the things that I stand for most strongly. We have done uh, polling in my district, which, by the way, covers 60% of the state of Arizona. It is a huge, sprawling rural district. It's the size of the state of Georgia. And I fly my own aircraft around the district. I'll be up on the Navajo Nation Sunday. 25% uh, of my electorate is Native American. It's the largest component of Native American voters of any congressional district. So they typically vote Democrat, but they love veterans because everyone has heard of the Navajo Code Talkers, for example. Um, the Navajo Nation in particular are extremely patriotic, 
and veteran-oriented, and many, many of them have served. And so my husband and I make regular trips uh, to the Navajo Nation to have them get to know us as fellow veterans because that transcends party. And it's also interesting to note that um, the Navajo Nation is a matriarchal society. In other words, the grandmothers are the ones who tell the families how to vote. Well, I'm a grandmother, and I'm a veteran. And so uh, we have those two, if you will, transcendent bonds uh, with with folks there. So we really, we really love going there. We fly up there uh, to, say, for example, Window Rock, uh, Arizona. It takes us an hour and 20 minutes to fly there. And otherwise, it would be an all-day drive. And so my opponent can't begin to minister to the voters and future constituents the way I can. And many of the Native Americans tell me in these, in these meetings where I attend uh, their, their sort of town hall meetings, they're called chapter house meetings because they have their own system of governance. Uh, they say, well, politicians only come around every two years when they want our votes. And I tell them, well, I'm here frequently because I can fly here. And they chuckle. And then I tell them what my name is in Navajo, which is windy, like it's windy outside, Naol, and they chuckle because it's close enough to Wendy, W-E-N-D-Y. So, you know, I try to um, learn as much as I can to listen. And I believe that once I'm the nominee, I want to get the president, President Trump, out to the Navajo Nation to tell them what he told other minority populations when he was running for office. What do you have to lose by supporting me, the president, but also uh, Republican congressional candidates? You have nothing to lose, only something to gain. And so this is kind of uh, an approach we're, we're taking now before the primary is even over. Our primary, by the way, for your listeners, is the second latest primary in the country. It's in August, but because of the heat, most people vote by mail in Arizona, 80% vote by mail. So everyone will begin to vote in July. And so we are doing everything we can to fundraise. Uh, you did mention that. And thank you, all of you listeners, for being willing to support me. When you go to wendyrogers.org slash donate uh, to contribute, bear in mind that we are wrapping up and doing our best to raise money now uh, in June, because this is when we will begin to spend both on uh, social media and rural radio in particular uh, to get the word out. So uh, back to why am I running? Uh, you heard what my stands are. I'm running to serve my country, um, to serve my country again. And I feel a burning uh, desire to do this. I feel that the founders had someone like me in mind, someone who has served her country uh, for 20 years in uniform, and now uh, for the past 21 years, my husband and I have owned our own family business. We own a home inspection franchise business. We um, have the trust of the home buyer to go into the prospective home to determine the structure and the system uh, issues in a home. That's the biggest purchase the individual will make in his life and trust us to determine the condition of the home before the purchase is consummated. So we've been doing this for 21 years. We have 
created several jobs. We have several employees. Interestingly, most of our employees are military veterans because we have that code, that creed, that understanding, and that bond of uh, integrity. And you may not like the news we give you, uh, but it is the truth. And the truth is absolutely paramount. So I want to serve my country. I want to go to Congress to support this president. We have very few veterans in Congress now. Only 18% of congressional members have ever had any military service. I think that is abysmal. I think it's tragic. And I think it explains the current condition of our VA system. I use the VA. My husband uses the VA. Our son uses the VA. Uh, Something is wrong when men and women are waiting in line, dying, yet you have solar panels on the parking lot at the Phoenix VA. Something is wrong with that picture. And so we need people in Congress who get that, who have been deployed. I, I spent probably half of my career overseas. I've been deployed. I know what that's about. And uh, we've just got to have more veterans in Congress. That's kind of a nutshell of, of why I'm running, what I stand for, and what my background is. Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum will be right back after this quick break. We're back with retired Lieutenant Colonel Wendy Rogers, who's running for Congress from the Arizona 1st Congressional District, as large as or larger than the state of Arizona. And more importantly, Wendy Rogers is a Christian conservative who will go to Congress and support Donald Trump's agenda. That's what we all want. And it's important that you support her. Wendy Rogers dot org org slash donate and that's how i want you to support her you can't vote for her she's in arizona however it is extremely important and critical that we support her with our dollars because her presence in congress will support us and the principles that we are interested in so we've discussed many things but uh wendy rogers but More important right now, let's ask a couple of things I want you to amplify on. Um, First of all, Arizona is a border state, and right now the southern border is in the microscope. So what is going on there, and what would you plan and suggest that we do? Well, thanks, Dr. Dan. I actually visited the prototype in San Diego, and uh, that video is uh, kind of a seminal piece on my website, wendyrogers.org, as well as my Facebook, Wendy Rogers, Arizona. We must build the wall. And uh, looking at those prototypes, they're very high-tech. I was actually there four days before the president uh, got there, and I was, um, it was very interesting. It was quite providential because, and I want to tell your listeners this uh, as a side issue real quick. We drove over to San Diego on a Friday, and my advanced man, who's another, who's a, a Baptist minister, uh, prior Navy medic, got there a day ahead, and he called me, and he said, we have a problem. And I said, what? And he said, I don't know if we'll be able to film you uh, next to the prototype, because I just learned from Customs and Border Patrol that the um, prototypes are off limits because they're preparing for the president to come in a few days. 
And I said, well, things will work out. So we arrived and rendezvoused, and then he and his wife and my husband and I drove out to where the prototypes are, but everything was cordoned off, and and, uh, we couldn't get close, and Customs and Border Patrol stopped us. And I explained to them that I had just driven over for the day, uh, for the weekend from Arizona, and it's about a six-hour drive. And I said I had I was running for the United States Congress. I'm a retired Air Force colonel, and I would be pleased to have them give me permission to film in front of the prototype. And it was like this this veil was lifted, and I looked into his eyes, and he looked at me, and he said. Okay, no problem. Let me phone ahead. We'll make sure everything's ready for you. And I, I, my friend and I just looked at each other. It was kind of a miracle. And I said, okay. And then he called his supervisor and he said, he's coming over and he'll, he'll call ahead and make sure everything's ready for you. And we were just, uh, we were speechless. And the Lord really intervened there. It was it was really a, a very kind of mystical experience. And then the supervisor came over, and uh, I had learned that he was a Marine, formerly. No ex-Marines, I know, just former Marines, because uh, our son is a Marine. And I told him that, and he said yes, and he called ahead. He said, uh, two cars will be heading down there and be ready for them. And so it was just our two cars alone, plus the workers. And we did all the filming we needed for about two hours. And then we put that video up on my Facebook. And within um, two or three days, it had had 25,000 people reached because we put it out near the time of when the president went out there. So we have had these providences on my campaign, the likes of which I've I've never seen before. And um, uh, that. So when we talk about the wall, that is the number one issue that has polled in my district as being on people's minds. Build the wall. In fact, we have put that on my road signs that are out on the highway, you know, vote for Wendy Rogers for Congress, August 28th. We put build the wall up above as a tagline on my road signs. And they resonate far and wide because we have mining towns, we have ranching towns, we have uh, university town, Flagstaff, uh, we have suburbs between Phoenix and Tucson. Um, everybody wants that wall built. That is first and foremost. You cannot enforce the sovereignty of your nation or the rule of law unless you have strong borders. And that's what people realize in my district. You know, I think that's a really an important point. Those of us up here in North Carolina, we do have a lot of problems with illegal illegal aliens who have been allowed to live here, who commit crimes. It's mostly in the eastern part of our state, but nevertheless, there are groups like NC Fire, which catalog on a monthly basis the number of rapes and sex sexual assaults committed by illegal aliens. The numbers are astronomical. If you're right down on the border, it must be, I really can't imagine, if I were a rancher and I owned land on the border and knew that at night 
illegal aliens were sneaking across my land, endangering my family, my life, my livestock. Uh, I don't know how, how I could possibly bear that and just allow that to exist. So they don't leave they don't leave their lights on. They turn all the ranchers on the border have a habit now just for self preservation to where they have no lights on in any of their outbuildings or their home or anything because they do not want to be a beacon or a magnet. And that concludes another episode of Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum. Join the battle on our website, www.drdansfreedomforum.com. The right to own private property that cannot be arbitrarily confiscated by the government is the moral right and constitutional basis for individual freedom. Everything going to be all right this morning. (laughs) 